Welcome back to the Lawn Care Radio Network. I'm Katie Tuttle, and today I'm joined by Dr. Daniel Herms, professor in the Department of Entomology at Ohio State University. Daniel, thanks for joining us today. Welcome. You know, the emerald ash borer is something a lot of LCOs deal with, and I was just wondering, what are some different treatment options that are available? There are several treatment options that have been shown in research projects to be very effective. Um, these include uh, systemic insecticides that are applied to the soil, such as imidacloprid or dinotefiran. There are also products that can be injected directly into the trunk, and these include different formulations of imidacloprid, uh, emamectin benzoate, and um, azadiractin. And there is also a product, dinotefiran, that can be sprayed directly on the bark, the lower six feet of the tree, a basal bark spray that is systemic. It moves uh, through the bark and then is translocated uh, to the rest of the tree. What would be the best time to use each of these? Are they different? Do they vary? The best time to apply these treatments uh, varies a little bit. The key point is that you want to apply them in the spring with enough time for the product to be taken up and distributed through the tree before the EAB adults emerge and begin feeding on the foliage. So there's two points of vulnerability by emerald ash borer to insecticides. One is when the adults are nibbling on the leaves, which they have to do before they can lay eggs. And then the second is the young larvae as they enter the tree. And adult emergence varies, of course, depending on location. Uh, in fact, it's already started emerging in Missouri. It'll start emerging soon in southern Ohio and it won't emerge for a few weeks yet in more northern locations such as Michigan. Products are taken up and distributed in the tree at different rates. And for example, the soil applied insecticide imidacloprid is taken up and distributed slower than dinotefiran, but imidacloprid lasts longer in the tree. And so imidacloprid would be applied uh, earlier, ideally four to six weeks before the adults begin emerging. Dinotefiran could be applied ideally two weeks or so before adults begin emerging. Truck injections are applied after the leaves have emerged on the tree because the transpiration stream, uh, the water moving through the tree is important for uptake and distribution and that's driven by the foliage. And so um, after bud break, when the leaves are fully expanded, is the ideal time for applying the trunk injections. And does the condition and the health of the tree matter before treatment? The condition and the health of the tree is very important. Um, keep in mind that systemic insecticides are distributed through the vascular tissue, the xylem and the phloem, which is the tissue that the emerald ash borer larvae feed on. And so as the larvae feed, they destroy that tissue, which interferes with the ability of the tree to uptake and distribute the insecticide. And so that's why it's important to treat earlier rather than later so that you avoid damage from the larvae. Once a tree is showing extensive dieback, and research has shown that when a tree is showing about 50% dieback or canopy thinning, 
the tree is unlikely to be saved, and we don't recommend that trees that show that level of decline be treated. Trees that show lower level of decline can be treated effectively, but many times the tree will continue to get worse before it gets better because there's a time lag involved in the repair and regeneration of healthy vascular tissue. So clients need to be aware that if a tree is already showing decline when it's treated, it may get a little bit worse before it starts to get better. Okay. And how can LCOs avoid uh, costly callbacks when treating for the emerald ash borer? Well, the best way to avoid a costly callback is to make the correct application at the correct time. Use the right labeled rates, use the right timing, make sure the tree is healthy enough to, to be treated successfully, and make sure that the customer has accurate expectations about what to expect from the treatment. Okay, and where could LCOs go to learn more about what we've talked about today? There's some good information out there that summarizes the insecticides that are available for controlling EAB. A great place to look is the National Emerald Ash Borer website, which is www.emeraldashborer.info. Emerald Ash Borer being all one word, www.emeraldashborer.info. And at that website, you can find a bulletin that details insecticides that are available for EAB and their effectiveness and issues about timing, everything I've talked about today but expanded in more detail. There's also fact sheet about frequently asked questions about potential environmental side effects. So clients often have questions about, would this be a risk to my pets? Would this be a risk to birds? What about soil treatments? Are they a risk to groundwater? We address all of those questions in that peer-reviewed fact sheet. That can be used to reassure clients. So um, number of sources out there with a lot of valuable information. Great. Is there anything else that we should know? Well, it's important to understand that EAB is continuing to spread. There are new infestations being found every year in new locations in new states. Uh, it's very hard to detect trees that are in the early stages of infestation because they don't show symptoms. So it's really important for LCOs and arborists to be aware of the situation in their locality and to understand what trees may be at risk. If you wait too late to treat, the treatments may not be as effective, but if you treat before EAB arrives, then that's a waste of money and an unnecessary use of pesticide in the environment. Yeah, definitely. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to join us today, and thank you for all of the information. It's my pleasure. Thank you for the invitation.